1: So my 17-year-old wanted to get he – asked, he asked yesterday if he could have the day off of school, if we could call him in for school. Oh. Like to skip the day of school. <laughs> and I'm like, what, what? What are you talking about? Why would Is you he skip Is he a junior? Is he a junior? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And he goes, well. <laughs> it's my, it's my, mine and my girlfriend's like one year anniversary, and we wanted to like <laughs> skip school together. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> oh. "No, like, no, this is not rise to the level of like skipping so I mean, I get it's probably super important to him, and whatever.
0: Uh-huh. But
1: his one year anniversary of him and his girlfriend is very different context. <laughs> for him than it does for me. <laughs> because 1 year ago last fall right around Halloween here uh my daughter and I um this is Saturday my wife yep. was yep. gone at a quilting retreat. Yes. Right? So I had the kids for the weekend. And my daughter and I decided that we were going to go to Valley Fair because it was like the last weekend it was open. Yeah. Right? And, I, uh, so we're getting that planned and my 17 year old comes downstairs and he goes, um, Hey dad, um, there's <laughs> a quiet place for dinner. I was like, I don't know, like Applebee's. Yeah. Like I was not in the mood to like really help him. And he's like, no, no. Like somewhere quieter. I was like, the okay, Co- Perkins. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Perkins. Cause no one's there unless they're a hundred.
1: <laughs> right. Yeah. At 7 PM. That place is really quiet. <laughs> And he goes, no, it's got to be nicer than that. And I'm like, what? what? I don't know, dude. He's like, yeah, where well, you brought me for my birthday. Well, so for, this, so for his 16th birthday, yeah. I brought him to Manny's Steakhouse oh. in Minneapolis, which <laughs> is like the nicest steakhouse <laughs> in the Twin Cities, right? Yeah,
0: right. So he's 16 now coming to you and saying, where's yeah. a quiet place for dinner? Right.
1: I was like, okay, dude, dude, what, what are you trying to do? Right? And he's like, well, I'm just trying to go to dinner like tonight (laughs) i was like oh wait with who he's like well this girl i was like oh this Uh is is like his first date right yes
0: yes yes like okay
1: now i'm on board for helping you (laughs) i'm all in so we find him i get him a reservation 7 p.m nice restaurant in white bear lake it's not the super fancy manny's but it's pretty good yeah um abby and i go off to valley fair we had a wonderful evening I uh, we got home at like nine p.m. Uh-huh. And I put her to bed. I was pretty tired. I went to bed, but I didn't go to sleep because ten o'clock curfew. Make sure Ethan came back home right. Heard him come home at ten o'clock, and I was like, nailed it.
0: Yeah. Right? My yep. wife's
1: been gone for the weekend. You know, I did something with the kids. I got yep. Ethan set. Yeah. First date. I'm super proud of myself. Yep. So Sunday morning, I'm up, you know, doing my normal suburban dad thing, which would be like out in the garage, like cleaning stuff up, right? <laughs> Kids are all still sleeping. I'm out there and I was like, huh, there is an extra pair of shoes out oh, here. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. And I was like, huh, they are a girl's size seven. Oh, so I
0: picked these shoes up, and I'm like, I forgot about that.
1: Why would there <sighs> be the shoes in our garage? And I was like,
0: <laughs> okay, okay,
1: <laughs> making, uh, I'm right now, I'm like making up stuff. I'm like, yep. Okay, so you wore they heels got wet. for the first date, got, and then she right. brought her sneakers for comfort and left them in his car. I'm like, oh no, there's absolutely no reason. <laughs> so, so I, Went downstairs, threw open his door, flipped on his light, and of course, both of them were sitting, were like laying in his bed.
0: Oh my! My children would yeah. have been killed.
1: <laughs> I I was just like, "What are you guys doing?" And they're like, "Oh, we we fell asleep." No kidding, you fell asleep. Like <laughs> it's ten a.m. Ethan, take this young lady home right now. Oh my gosh. Oh Do not my gosh. you to be surprised if yep. her dad kicks your butt when you drop her off. Yep. Get oh going. Oh my <laughs> gosh.
0: And everything will be well deserved if he does. Okay. So that was like a year ago.
1: That Fast was a year forward, ago, forward, so,
0: He's still with this young lady.
1: He is. So, which is shocking
0: not. to be, just think about that. It's a first girlfriend right. ever.
1: Yeah. But, as you imagine, we have a whole—it had, had never occurred to me that <laughs> right. he would have her sleep over. Right. It right? never occurred to me. No, of course not. So, yeah, no. so now with, with girlfriends around, now we have to have a whole different <laughs> set of rules and awareness about what our kids are actually doing.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. And it doesn't include skipping school on the one-year anniversary. Right. Yes. Precisely, lovely.
1: <laughs> so, well, I you love go. your story. There's my story about uh-huh. about our about raising a seventeen-year-old. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, you're good at stories. You're always a good storyteller. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I always feel like this is something that I would like to be better at. So I think we should well, talk
1: about storytelling. I love to. I I love talking about storytelling because it is to me. It's like. Uh, it's the most like primal, like first way people communicated with each other, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like, it's not like when we we're first communicating with each other, we we're like, "Ooh, here's spreadsheets, mm-hmm. let's communicate," <laughs> and, an <laughs> an spreadsheets.
0: Yeah. and an email,
1: spreadsheets, <laughs> uh, and an email, and you know, and it's not like there's old scrolls of you know, logical dissertations of yeah, yeah, yeah. things. It's, it's everything was always just told through stories from person to person. And it just traveled through time society <laughs> and built our culture through stories.
0: Yeah. Around the fire. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. There's all sorts of, there's all sorts of meaningful things about storytelling. Let me ask you something. Cause I think you're good at stories. What, what, constitutes telling a good oh, gosh, story. story. What cut co- what, well, what's no. a good story? What 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 is the makeup? What needs to be present for a story to be a good story?
1: Uh well that's a great question. And there's oh, lots of answers to you're that. You're not gonna on answer internet.
0: that. On the I am gonna answer
1: it. <laughs> on the internet. I have an exact answer for that question, but I'm you not do? gonna yeah, but well, I'm just going to skip to the end right away. This is like a little <laughs> dance where I'm going to explain to you. <laughs> no, <I'm just> kidding.
0: <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh, we're seeing under the hood now, folks. Everybody sit down with your coffee. Here we go. Oh, let me just get some chocolate. I feel like it's going to be it. All right, go ahead.
1: So I think here's the thing that I think makes a good story. Something that you can relate to, right? Yes. yeah. It's yeah. got a little bit of emotion to it. Yep. Um that like an an authentic emotion not just like oh for sure yeah yeah yeah, yeah right mm-hmm. um there's some like it's like, like it's identifiable characters or people like you could see yourself as one of those characters in a story yeah that's what i always think makes a good story um and there's something like significant i mean i've been in the presence of people telling stories that are just like i don't care about the story about you brushing your teeth Right. It's insignificant to me. <laughs> like, right. 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 even if they it's don't position
0: like... a good story well, it can be boring. Like, even if it's good, yeah. but they don't know how to tell the story, it's not Although
1: good. as a challenge, I could totally tell a good story about brushing my teeth. Yes. we'll I... that next pod. I know you could.
0: <laughs> I know you could.
1: <laughs> but there's a lot of frameworks around storytelling. And I think, like, yeah. when we're in elementary school, we have, we're taught, like, a like a story arc, right? There should be like an antagonist and a protagonist, and there should be a conflict and a resolution. Right. And we, we, we kind of learn these like typical elements of a story. Yep. You know, and there's like, there should be a theme and there's characters and there's a setting and there's all these kind of like building blocks of a story, right? And that's all good. There's some other ideas around stories that you've probably heard like the hero's journey Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and this would be like for the nerds of us out there the most classic hero's journey Mm -hmm. is star wars
0: oh right (laughs) luke Mm -hmm.
1: skywalker right yeah and the thing with a hero's journey story Mm -hmm. is that it's a person that has a problem meets a guide, comes o- overcomes some sort of conflict or yeah. or problem, problem or, and then and then that is resolved and, and, and after that they're you know like a new person. Right. They're they're a new person. <laughs> but constructing a hero's journey story or even using some of the basic kind of more elementary story building blocks mm-hmm. is hard. It's like, Mm -hmm. what are you going to do? Like sit down and tell a story about something that happened this weekend and you're going to like, oh, I got to make sure I got these eight elements of a story here, (laughs) right?
0: Yeah. It it Actually, when you're trying to build a story on purpose for something like a speaking event or Mm -hmm. whatever, it's really hard to do what you just said to make sure you have all the elements in it. And it just sucks the joy out of the experience of of preparation.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yep.
0: no it so, can it can actually make the story really good
1: but oh absolutely the it's really hard The skill in in creating a story I mean I'm sure we've all been in the presence of someone who told an amazing yep. story and you're just so sucked yep. in yep
0: and raptured and you're hanging on
1: every single word mm-hmm. and it's beautifully articulated and delivered it's a beautiful experience mm-hmm. right it's yeah. awesome and it is probably one of the most persuasive things Yes. things you can do Yes, right? 100% and i won't I, I won't go so far as to say like stories are the most manipulative way you can communicate with somebody but i think they are like they can like be. you can mm-hmm. uh, you tell a good story and it and it can change the world
0: it's one of the number one ways right. that you sell when you're in sales yep telling Speaking stories of
1: manipulation he sells <laughs> Don't you dare. Love salespeople. I love okay. salespeople. I love salespeople. So, <laughs> so here is my more simple version of storytelling. Yeah. That makes it way, way easier to take like a normal thing. Yeah. Like a, just a, uh, I don't know, not normal event, but it just makes it easier to put it into everyday conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's mostly from a book called Stories That Stick. Mm-hmm. Um, by an author, Kendra Hall. Uh, it's that that book. She talks about story using stories in the workplace, mm. which I think is super powerful. Yes, I do too. Um, but I use it all the time. So hmm. her simple story. What's it, what's it called again, JJ? Stories that stick. Okay. Kendra Hall. Yeah. Uh, Kendra Hall. So. The, her, her simple storytelling framework is you explain the normal. Yeah. Right. There's an explosion. <laughs> and then you explain the new normal. That's it. Straight things. Right?
0: I think I could even do that intentionally.
1: <laughs> Did
0: I do that intentionally? No, I said, I think I could even do oh, that intentionally. Yeah, you can. Use that model. Because.
1: Like, think about my story. It's like normal. I have a 16-year-old that doesn't have a girlfriend, <laughs> and I went to Valley Fair, and it was just a normal weekend. And then there was explosion. <laughs> <laughs> Flipping on their lights and getting a surprise, <laughs> right? That's the explosion. And then new normal. Oh. Now we have to, now now we're living mm. with. Yes. Yeah. You know,
0: yes. And extended now, now we're family. Parenting
1: number. a 17-year-old with a girlfriend instead of without a girlfriend. Yeah. So
0: Yep. And we've all um, gone through that.
1: Yep. <laughs> and gone. then there's little bits of that story that, you know, not to super dissect that one, but um things I like to do is I like to when I'm telling a story, um, especially before that explosion or during that explosion, mm-hmm. you get some like one extremely specific detail. Mm-hmm. Like the shoes were size seven, mm. like your brain, right? Your brain was like in my garage mm-hmm. as you're maybe like,
0: yeah, uh, that's right. About that's true. It. Mm-hmm. And then
1: I was like, shoes that are size seven, super. And you just focused right in on a pair of shoes, I bet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yep. And then from that detail, instant explosion to yep. finding them in, in bed together, <sighs> Right. So that little push and pull Mm -hmm. um, is a fun element. It's like a a fun thing to put into your stories. So, yeah, yeah. But it's easy. It's like, what's my day to day now? What's my normal now? What's a thing that caused caused a big change? And then what's life like after that?
0: I feel like it's just too simple.
1: (laughs) I feel like it's too simple. It is. That's why it works. That's why you can remember to do it. So uh, when telling stories to other people, mm-hmm. obviously, that's uh, that's a fun skill to develop. Yeah, and it actually, is. It I, is a fun I skill. I appreciate your comment that I'm good at telling stories. Yeah. I will tell you that that particular story I just told, mm-hmm. I've told a bunch of times, so obviously, I, yeah. I can tell it pretty well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was, I did, I have massaged that story. Yeah. Over the course of telling it, like yeah. Yeah, maybe I know. a dozen mm-hmm. times, like it gets a little bit more succinct. I can punch it right at the right spots a little bit better. Mm-hmm. So the other thing about telling stories, if you want to have a well-developed story that you just kind of like, <laughs> whatever, whip out at a party, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> you have to go through a few reps on it. You do. It's not like yeah, it's not like you're an. You can tell an amazing story about an uh, something that happened to you. One time and it will be awesome. You actually have to take the craft of mm-hmm. storytelling as like an iterative process where you you refine it over time and you test it against your audience.
0: Do you remember when I won that award with the John Maxwell team several years ago mm-hmm. and I um, went on stage with John and he interviewed me about... Uh- The award that I won was good customer service, like having good customer service Mm -hmm. like that as an art. And um, that whole experience of going on stage with John, him interviewing me and asking me to tell a story that illustrates good customer service. Now, Mm -hmm. it looked, you know, the background of this, but it looked, oh, and and by the way, it was in front of 4,000 people. (laughs) Okay, and they many of them were my peers, so no pressure. And I'm with John Maxwell. Hello, one of the greatest speakers that's ever been.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah. So you better tell a really good story. Yeah,
0: and you better (laughs) not mess up. So, um, but what's interesting about that is the stage presence of that. This is a really extreme example, but the stage present presence of that made it seem effortless, like it was just a conversation. Hmm. You know, we were at a high top table, him on one chair, me on the other and um and and it and it made it seem seamless, but you mm-hmm. know that the story itself was crafted with my speaking coach, and mm-hmm. it was re videoed because you did the videos at yep. least ten or fifteen times, yeah, I then flew there and had um practice rounds with my and it was a three minute bit, so um, you know, in the day to days like I tell stories all the time when I'm not thinking about it, but you mm-hmm. use stories more intentionally just in your in your workplace. The only time I feel like I'm super intentional about a story is a speaking event or something when I really mm. have to be focused in on it. But that single example, like as you're talking, it's like the better you are at telling the story, the more impact that you will have. And you don't lose mm-hmm. anybody, you know, depending on especially what what you're trying to accomplish in the story.
1: Yeah. And my again like my um experience is that you can tell people things yeah. right like you can tell facts and you can tell mm-hmm. even anecdotes about things yeah um and you can make your case through you know spreadsheets and logical thinking and mm-hmm. and uh more it, there's almost like um a popular i was like culture but certainly in work it's like you should present things in a structured, logical way, like, like we're all scientists or something. Mm-hmm. Well Right. Like, right. My right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that's not how people work. No, it like, isn't. Like it's, like, it's like computers and, and our sort of information ages turned us into like Robotic. pretending we're robots. Yeah, and we're not. And yeah. like you said, the best way to sell, the best way to motivate your team the best way to get your message across yeah, is to get it in the story format. And, and That's so good. I think we're really out of practice with it as I a society. Mm-hmm. Because we've kind of been trained into, even from school, it's like, give me a book report. Yeah. Right? Yep. I wrote more book reports than I wrote stories in school. Same. So that yes. would be... The problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Encyclopedia Britannica. <laughs> those aren't hardly around anymore because now we have the Google. But remember those? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. How do you think empathy plays into the ability to tell a good story? So you're using this model. Mm-hmm. Um, you use this model of something yep. normal, explosion, new normal. Yep. How does the human emotion play into that or an empathy play into that? I know that's a specific,
1: but yeah, that's that's a pretty good question. Well, on the on the story receivers side. Yeah. Well, my my hope is when I tell a story to you, yeah, that you were empathetic Mm. of my position (laughs) being a dad with a kid who did something like pretty bad <laughs> right, <laughs> right. at yeah, least is right only totally pushing his boundaries right and you can empathize with how I was feeling yeah in yeah. that moment totally um so uh, to me if I want you to feel closer to me
0: hmm right
1: telling a story that that brings like a shared emotion yeah creates more empathy
0: so I I wanna... I agree. I agree. And this is really interesting. So I took one of those um, Gallup, those right, strengths. I like,
1: I like this. We're, we're, we we have video and mostly just put her <laughs> glasses on. So we're going to, she's about <laughs> to drop some knowledge bombs.
0: No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I was just gonna say, I took one of those <laughs> um, Strengths Finder for leaders. They have this whole suite of products now for Strengths mm-hmm. Finder with leaders, and I'm, yep. I love taking assessments. I'm taking gazillions of them. Being in the role I'm in, um, but one of my top five um, was empathy. And as I was reading it, I knew we were going to be talking about storytelling. I didn't know the context at all because mm. you said, "I got this great idea. Let's roll on it." And we do that a lot of times, right? But I highlighted something, not because I think I'm special, I'm not reading it for that reason, but it got me thinking about storytelling and understanding good stories. In the empathy category, which was one of my top fives, it says, This instinctive ability to understand is powerful. You hear the unvoiced questions, you anticipate the need. Where others grapple for words, you seem to find the right words and the right tone. You help people find the right phrases to express their feelings to themselves as well as to others. You give them voice to their emotional life. And I started thinking, wow, like that to me is um, that single trait of empathy seems like it would be invaluable to connect that to storytelling Mm -hmm. because it's all about Connecting the emotions and the words in a way that's meaningful.
1: Yeah, have you ever have you ever like opened up Microsoft Excel and seen like a table of like (laughs) four thousand numbers and just been overwhelmed with emotion?
0: (laughs) Yes, but probably
1: I feel so connected (laughs) to this spreadsheet.
0: (laughs) My emotion is more like absolute terror. Can't be out. (laughs) I don't like Excel. Yeah, yeah.
1: But, but yeah, if- I, 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 we, we even do that like um, when we're reviewing numbers at work. Mm. I say all the time, you got to tell me the story of this spreadsheet. Oh, What's that's the story so good. of this spreadsheet? <clears throat> because oh. it, then it gets people to explain what the actual meaning of this stuff is. Oh, not so you're just translating.
0: So you're taking even natural data points in life and able to translate it into more of a storytelling
1: energy yes Yes. i love that yeah 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 i think we can all do that people don't get it i mean it just the the the, the data-driven approach doesn't incite any passion
0: yeah okay so if somebody wants to get better at storytelling just day-to-day or in their workplace or working with people like what do you recommend what do you think i recommend just
1: doing it more
0: just doing it more but be a little
1: more like uh purposeful about it right like um not everyone needs to be well a lot of storytelling that i encounter is more like rambling yes (laughs) right (laughs) right give me this long drawn out like story about nothing that happened to me this morning (laughs) but there's a couple things be observant Mm-hmm. There there are a lot of really amazing stories about things right in front of us. Yeah. Right, I was joking that I could make a a, a story about brushing my teeth in the morning. Yeah. But with the right observation mm-hmm. and the right framing, yeah. There are uh, there are stories all over the place. So just looking for them. Right. Right. And what you're really looking for is like is there a bit of emotion? Uh is there uh some things that someone else could relate with, yeah. like relate to me emotionally. Um, and is there like just one little edge of something funny, unexpected, unorthodox that then made me change a little bit? Oh, got because it. Because people yeah. love to see the change, right? Yeah. So observing that stuff and then, and then being purposeful and trying to turn that into a, a little story nugget. Yeah and try it on multiple people yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah and try that's to keep good.
1: it as succinct as possible
0: mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. right yeah use as few words because the yeah the that's act true of trying to compress it into oh, something yeah. as small as possible mm-hmm. that's the hard power. but also yeah but it also gets like the essence out it it's yes. like it's like uh concentrate right you want yeah. You yeah. want it to be really concentrated. <laughs>
0: I love it. That's so those are so the good. three
1: things I would do. Just be be observant, be succinct, and try it, try it out on multiple yeah. audiences Practice. and see what sticks. <laughs>
0: You're right, though. And I mean, I think it is just a really binding thing for human beings, just telling stories. And we love to listen to a good story. You know, people mm-hmm. love and lean into a good story. So, yeah, I love it. and you're you are really good at the you always another thing that you didn't really say, but you always have in your really good stories when you're not thinking about it, um you always have a little element of surprise. Yeah. You always <laughs> like throw in a little like you wait till the person's leaning into what you're gonna say, and then you'll like drop something that's like a surprise. <laughs> so that's always fun, too. Thank you. <laughs> Try it out, guys. It's fun.
1: Did you enjoy this episode? Please go to your favorite podcast platform to subscribe, rate, and leave a review so others can discover it as well.
0: Growing self-awareness is a lifelong journey, and there's always further to go, and it's better when we're all in it together. Please think of someone you know who could benefit from hearing today's conversation and share this episode with them. We can't thank you enough for listening. Until next time, happy exploring, seekers.